Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. We never know why company share prices will fluctuate, only that they will. Dallas Davison. <laughs> Thanks, Michael Hogue. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of things that I read or saw recently that, that made me think about this. And the first one was the, the whole slew of uh, economic forecasts for 2021 and market updates and all these sorts of things that we get emailed and sent all the time. And I just thought, what a joke. We've just had, we've just had a year where no one in January 2020 could have possibly predicted the year that we had. And instead of learning the lesson from that, which is that, hey, we never know. We never know why these company prices are going to fluctuate. We just know that they will go up, they will go down. Over the very long term, we're going to end up in a better position than where we are now. Instead of taking that and going, gee, this, this year has really proven that we can just never predict what happens month to month or year to year. We just turn around and do it again. We get, we've get we gotten all the same emails in January 2021 from different product providers or fund managers or people who think that they're some particular genius and can know what the NAB share price is going to do for this year. Instead of, instead of them all throwing their hands up and going, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen this year. Might be a second wave of this pandemic. Might not be. We might have a boom year. We might have a bust. And... Instead of doing that and just accepting that we don't know, people just keep keep spitting back out these forecasts. And it just blows my mind that we do that, particularly when it just doesn't matter. We, we're wasting all this time and energy forecasting something that we, we don't know why these company prices are going to fluctuate. You don't know why they go up and why they go down. We just know that they are going to do that in the short term and that over the long term, on average, companies will get more and more valuable. These uh, these market forecasts and uh, reports that we get about the economic indicators and things like that reminds me of those cheap English newspapers where uh, the headline <laughs> will be "I had Darth Vader's baby," <laughs> something like that. You know, yeah. like there's, there's just yeah. it's just absolute it's rubbish. Absolute rubbish. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. You see. You see. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's. Uh, 2020 is a, is, a, is a great example because at the start of that year, like you said, not one of these people predicted any of no. what happened would happen. No. In the middle of it, no one predicted that we'd finish no. up for the for the calendar year. Yep. So, um, but 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 it's there's a whole industry yep. that just keeps spitting and, out this, and this stuff. That's right, and and that's the other thing that's interesting to me is that you know. Obviously, for these people where there's a whole industry, their job relies on thinking that they can predict what's going to happen in the short term. So, I can understand that. You go, okay, if it's your, what's the saying about you can never rely on, uh, never rely on a man understanding something that his paycheck depends on him not understanding or something like that. Basically, if your job is to be a market prognosticator, then of course you're going to do that. You're never going to just go, mm. I got no idea what's happening this year. But financial planners... Uh, are guilty of this in in some not us not us obviously because we pride ourselves on saying that we get no idea what will happen in the short term. But I, I listened to a podcast the other day with a, a relatively f- famous in financial planning circles, uh, a guy. He invented um, 
what they call the four percent rule, and all this all this economic research about you know how much can you withdraw safely in retirement and all these kinds of things. So obviously, a very intelligent guy has spent forty years of his life as a financial planner, working with clients, really trying to do the best thing by these people, and he was talking about how um, he he'd said earlier on in the podcast that he believed that market timing was um, you know, not necessarily easy, but it was possible, which is a bit of a red flag because, well, yes, it is possible, but you don't get paid on possibility. You get paid on you know, what can people eat over the next 30 years. So, and he was sort of saying that uh, in the GFC, what had happened was as things started to drop, he got all his clients out of there. They, they stopped investing. Uh, they, they moved all their money that was invested in companies and moved it into cash and share price kept dropping and he was gone. So, you know, that was really great and I was really happy about that. And then he went on to say, yeah, the problem is though that prices rebounded so quickly. So, you know, we know this volatility cuts both ways. Prices drop very quickly, they go back up very quickly. And what he was basically saying is that the problem is I got out and then prices rebounded on me so quickly that I couldn't, I couldn't get my clients back invested before, before the, the price point at which they got out. So they effectively lost money on that. But instead of, instead of, and I expected his thing to be, yeah, and I learnt, my, I learnt my lesson, which was that, you know, you can't sustainably time the market. You don't know. I don't know why company prices will go back up or when or anything like that. I just know that over long term they will. What he basically said was, see, the problem was that the the Fed, the Fed in America printed too much money and it inflated <laughs> asset prices and share prices went up and basically was saying, I would have been right but for an external force. And I, it was fascinating to me because the point I would have taken away is that there's always an external force. There's always something that either drives prices down or drives them up. It's like saying this year, yeah, well, you know, from, from February to March, company prices, they, they wouldn't have dropped except for coronavirus, but, mm. but that did happen. So that, that is a force that happened in the same way that when there was a huge rally in, in November, December and, and company prices have bounced right back up. It doesn't matter what has driven those prices up or down. It only matters that, that that has happened and that it will continue to happen forever and a day. So I think that there's a – anytime you hear someone say, well, except for this thing, prices wouldn't have gone up or down, it doesn't make any sense because, of, of course, if not for that thing, then prices wouldn't have gone up or down. But there's always that thing. Yeah, there is. And in the long term, it just doesn't matter. No. So volatility – Volatility does no harm. It's people reacting to yeah. volatility that does the harm. Yeah. So 2020 is a classic example. You fell asleep yeah. on the 1st of January 2020. You wake up on the 31st of December. If you're in a 50-50 mix of the largest 200 companies in Australia and the largest 1,500 companies in the world, um, uh, you would have made roughly around a 6% rate of return over that period of time. There were times when you were down by 37% yeah. Yeah. during that particular year. Now, if you if you ignored all of that noise, which you would if you were asleep, um, <laughs> yeah, what, what happens is that is that you've made 6%, which yeah. is a good rate of return, yeah. especially over that year. Yes. Um, it's people that are actually trying to predict where things are going to go to yeah. get out to stop that volatility. Yeah. That's that's they're the people that 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 
make the wrong decisions time and time again. And that's that's exactly it. To me, what's fascinating after this year is that the people people like us that know that we can't predict the short term future, we got no idea where company prices or company share prices are going over twenty twenty one. We don't know whether we're going to end the year up, down, or sideways. And we know that it doesn't matter because anyone who's who's invested is normally invested for the next 30, 40 years. So we know that we don't know that. We can just put that aside. We just don't have to think about that anymore. Mm. Whereas someone who spent this whole year on this emotional roller coaster of my super balance was here in January, now it's gone up and then in February it had this huge drop and then it picked back up and should I be getting out, should I be getting back in, should I be doing this, should I be doing that? Those people who were on that roller coaster this year what I hope is that some of them have kind of learnt that lesson and gone, well, that was just no fun at all. I could have just ignored all that, tuned all that out and kept going about my day-to-day business and I would have been in the same position anyway. I hope that some of those people take that lesson on board. But what I think happens a lot of the time, and this is what I've met with a lot of these market forecasts, is that anyone who was doing that doesn't go, hey, the future is, is sort of unknowable to some degree and, and I can... It's a relief to think that I don't have to try and predict it. We just then move on to the next thing and predict, well, what happens in this trade war with China and what happens about this thing and what about the next election and what about, rather than just going, hey, there will be, company share prices will fluctuate. There will be some external force that comes in and drives them up. There will be some external force that comes in and drives them down. I'm invested for the next 30, 40 years. It just doesn't matter. I've got nothing to add. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.